millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. And joining me, you may have heard of her, is Billboard's deputy editor, digital Katie Atkinson. Hi. Oh, hey. How's it going? Uh, it's going great. Um, well, today on the show, we have must-hear music with uh, the other deputy editor, digital My Joe counterpart, Lynch. Joe Lynch. Um, Joe and the team will be talking about some new music that we'll tell you all about in a second. But first, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. And of course, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Now, today on Must Hear Music... Uh, they'll be chatting about uh, Anderson, new music from Anderson Pop, mm-hmm. uh, Leon Bridges, mm-hmm. and uh, some of your favorite tunes. Oh, a little song called Kitty Girl by RuPaul yeah. featuring the top four from Drag Race All-Stars 3. You're a big All-Stars 3, Drag Race All-Stars watcher? Literally have never seen it before, <laughs> but I have been reading a lot about it. I know it was a controversial finale, it, and I know Trixie came out on top. It was a shocking finale. <laughs> um, I actually watched the finale, and there's a big... Um, there's a big uh, show-stopping sort of number at the end of the, mm-hmm. the episode uh, where they take RuPaul's song, Kitty Girl, and they each add their own sort of verse to it. Okay. Um, and that, that's available now for you to enjoy. Um, um, but first, before we get started, before we get into the must music, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes, tell a friend, uh, spread the good word. Um, and if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, you could always visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. Uh, you feel like we should get into it now with a must-hear? It's time for must-hear music. Yay! Hello, and welcome to the Must Hear Music podcast. My name is Joe Lynch, and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hello. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Um, wow. Before we start, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Z Machine, whose EP Woo! is out right now. Go pick it up on iTunes. Uh, he is a longtime listener and is a wonderful human and yeah. has a lovely voice, too. 
That's had the pleasure nice. of meeting him, but uh, Jason did not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But shout out to that guy. Cause, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He seemed like a cool guy. Indeed. He is. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so shout out to him. Um, all right. Let's do, uh, let's do our first pick. So I guess let's start with uh, Jason. So Jason, we have wow. two songs from Jason. Ooh-hoo. Same artist. Uh, you know, I like to, yeah, it's called The Double Dip. As The uh, Double Dip, you know, <laughs> yeah. We need, like, a graphic, like, the must-hear music. The must-hear music dip. double dip. And they like, the crunch sound, like. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. Like no, no, I did not good. like All right. that. All right, I want to do it again, then. Um, um, yeah, so let's, let's. So Leon Bridges, the two songs are um, Bet It Ain't Worth the Hand, or Bet Ain't, worth, ain't the hand, worth the Hand, as in, like, cards, and Bad, Bad News. <laughs> as in as cards. In cards. <laughs> um, as in the limb. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> that's really funny for, for some reason. Um, okay, so Leon Bridges is back. Uh, he has a new, his second album coming out. I wanted to see what you guys thought of these two songs. So I, I've heard the album. I think that... What's intriguing what's intriguing to me about this is like I thought Leon's first album was like very solid. Um best way to, to kind of describe it is that my dad loves it. And like the first one you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I too love the first one. Well, Are you, you Jason's dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dad? <laughs> um but no, I mean it's my dad loves it in the sense that it's like a very it's like a throwback soul album. It's like very he like he was like, oh, this is like how they used to make music. Yeah, he didn't yeah. actually say that, right, but like right. that's definitely how he thinks about it. And uh, this second album is definitely more contemporary. Um, these two songs, I don't think I think they're good. I think that like they definitely you get the feel of the production for the rest of the album. He worked with Ricky Reed on this album, who you know, has done everything from like 21 pilots to Megan Trainer And yeah, got, that guy's on everything. He's on everything. And, uh, the best way to kind of describe his production style, if he has one, even though he's kind of so wide ranging is he does a good job of, of paring things down to like their, their most vital elements. I feel like, like if you think about like Megan Trainer's first album versus her second album, like the beat, like the production on the second album is like very like, there's like one big element to each of the production on that. And it's, it's kind of the same with this. It's like, there's something that really stands out, even though there's multiple instruments going on. Um, I like that you chose Megan Trainer. Yeah, as why not? That yeah. whole time I got distracted wondering where 21 pilots are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've been there, you huh. know, they've been quite flying around. Some would say, <laughs> sure. Um, sure. But, <laughs> my God. I think that joke crash landed. <laughs> Um, so Leon Bridges what's intriguing to me is that like I think there's like a chance this album's a huge deal and the reason I say that is because he has sort of a similar trajectory as an Adele where it's just like someone who's like Joe's giving me like wait a minute Uh, wait how does that I'm I'm already not buying this continue (laughs) very talented like classically stylized soul Mm -hmm. singer whose first album like did well to kind of introduce the sound and the aesthetic but the second album is much more like radio friendly okay Mm -hmm. that's fair thank you (laughs) so i'm not saying that this album is going to sell 10 million copies but like do i think that like this album could be a big deal this year yes i absolutely do Mm -hmm. i think that like it checks off 
a lot of different boxes for a lot of different demographics. Yeah. He's a great live performer. Um, and yeah, I'm just curious as to what you guys think of it. Well, I think it's crazy that Jason's saying it's going to sell 10 million copies. <laughs> I think that's just, there's no way. Yeah. Um, I, I love these, both of these songs. I think I loved um, Bet Ain't Worth the Hand probably more. Um, and I was very surprised because I, kind of what you're saying, but on the opposite side with your dad. Like, I thought the first album was very snoozy and just like way too Ooh, familiar my dad's Ew. not gonna like that don't don't let your dad know and if he's listening i'm, I'm really sorry <laughs> my dad's <laughs> sitting to your right right now i'm right ah. here <laughs> um yeah it was just like stuff that like you know like a million people have done before it was he was good at it i was just like i don't need this whatever um this is like <laughs> okay, well, other people did need it <laughs> i don't need this whatever well if you're gonna like redo something that a million people have done like bring some like energy or spunk to sure. it and i felt like there wasn't that um these songs are honestly like incredible like the production is gorgeous um there's this like uh, not betting worth the hand there's like you know these strings that you don't hear um mm. i would still say it's throwback ish like because you know like strings with r&b music very prominent in the 70s. You don't really hear that too much. Yeah. Um, you know, Alicia Keys will play around with it now and again. Um, but it's just like kind of a, a gorgeous, like shimmery sound. Um, but also, you know, and then Bad Bad News is like, um, is actually interesting. Like it's it's a hot soul song with a lot of like jazz flourishes. Like yeah. just the uh, arrangement is super jazzy and that's something that you just don't hear that much of. And it's done very well and it's exciting. So cool. I'm like genuinely excited for a Leon Bridges album, which I was not expecting. Yeah. What what about you, Linz? I I think I like Bad Bad News better of the two, um, for no particular reason. Yeah, but well, you're kind of a jazz beatnik type. As, so yes, as you only say. you do only wear black. This is true. Um, most days, that's the only connection I can make. You play <laughs> the bongo drums. How do you know? And that? you call people daddyo. So oof. All right. Yeah. Um, two truths and a lie there, but yeah. So that's my favorite of the two. I'm definitely excited to hear the album. But as someone who did love the first one i feel like there's a bit of hesitation for me with the second one just because i mean jason can probably speak to this more but i don't want him to lose too much of what he did because that is what made him kind of special yeah so you want him to stay boring that's what you're thinking i love boring people yeah mm-hmm. yeah most fascinating i think no i i think that he does a good job of I, i'm really excited about this album because he does a good job What's of the album called do we know um i know the title when out is it there, out but um, I don't want to say. What's, I don't his, what's reveal, his middle name? I don't, yeah. <laughs> what's his I don't social security number? Much. I'll, I'll look up what. What's his How social. tall is he? Do you know? Um, guys, everybody calm down. Waistline. Uh, good thing is, good thing is the he has album. Great fashion. Um, yeah, dress as well. Mm-hmm. It looks like it comes out on May fourth. Great. Um, so I think he, I think it does a good job of kind of towing the line between his kind of classic sensibility and and something a little bit more modern sounding there's a song on there like the best way to describe it um there's a song on there that kind of reminds me of like year of the gentleman era neo like closer slash miss independent um i don't want to say what song it is but that song i'm very excited about so all right. Cool. Um, well, let's listen to uh, Bed Ain't Worth the Hand from Leon Bridges. And uh, here it is. Isn't worth the hand. And I can't keep letting this wave carry me away. So tell me right now. Cause I keep, keep seeing the signs you want me to stay. 
got it bad I think you know You're everything You're beautiful But my life is fast Can't make it slow that was new Leon Bridges. Um, I'm glad you chose that because, you know, just given the political situation, I think these days we need Leon Bridges, not Leon Walls. And songs about cards <laughs> as well. Yes. Simply about cards. You know, cards. Um, okay, let's do a Lindsay pick. So let's do uh, Anderson Pock Till It's Over yes. is the new song from that gentleman. Indeed it is. So uh, you pick this. What do you have to say about it? So um, it came out with a HomePod commercial. Is that what they're calling it? A HomePod? Yep. Cool. Um, so it was. You really <laughs> are, that is exactly what my dad would say. It's awesome. What is this? What is this? <laughs> In my day. They can't keep up. Um, From the Macintosh computer people? <laughs> sure, yes. Uh, but yeah, so it came out with a commercial for that. Which was directed by Spike Jones. It was really colorful, and FK Twigs was in it, which was super cool because for anyone familiar with her who has seen her live, she's a little more like dark and reserved to herself. And here she's like so bubbly and fun and in a different element. So I think that- that's what our pets will do to you, you know? <laughs> like it's just, he's a game changer. Uh, um, so I think that helped sell me on the song originally, but. I've listened to it a lot since, and it's just super catchy. I'm a big fan of Anderson Pox, so I'm happy that there's something new out here. Um, and yeah, I like the twinkling keys. There's like wonky production in the middle that sounds like someone is taking a like a control and just sliding it up and down really fast. Um, and I think the storyline he's kind of telling is cool too. It's almost like, at least my interpretation is that he's making the best of short time, which is actually what he says, and like proving that you can make something special regardless of the timeline that it's on. Um, Wait, what does that mean? Like, did he not so have like, a long time to make the song? No, in terms of the lyrics, like it seems oh, like he's okay. talking about a pretty like short-lived relationship that oh, he almost knows has an expiration date. Mm-hmm. But like, he's gonna ride it out till it's over and like make the most of it anyway. Super romantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that is there's nothing more romantic than that. Uh, yep. This is good for now. Yeah, that's, totally. It's a really <laughs> sweet sentiment. Yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah, I like this. And I, you know, I have to say, like, I always like him, but sometimes I'll listen to, like, his music and I'll be like, oh, I wish he kind of, like, pushed it a little further, like, in an experimental way. And, like, that, this does that yeah, for me. Like, that. with the looping and chopping, um, mm-hmm. it's very just interesting and incredible. So I'm, like, I'm very into this song yeah. and, like, super excited for what's next. I mean, he's, he is great. And I feel like he's got, like, a, a future that's just going to, like, get more interesting. I hope so, yeah. See, I I actually don't love experimental Anderson Pac. Ooh. Yeah, and I like kind of more like the dance floor stuff. Like, am I wrong? Um, I think you are wrong. <laughs> don't laugh, that was, guys. That was Come good, on, that's a good one. No, I can't. I can't agree. Um, so yeah, I, I I it's it's great to hear him. I don't think this this one is the one that I'll return to a lot. But yeah. I doubt it'll that. be on the album if yeah, I had to guess. Just, yeah. I hope it, so. it seems like a perfect little like Lucy. Like it's like, ah, you know what? Here I am again. You know? Just a juicy Lucy. Yeah. As they say. Yep. That's my thing. Um All right. Let's uh let's listen to it though. So it's Anderson Pock. The song is called Till It's Over, and it's from a home pod commercial. Would you run and find another life to imitate? It's important that we make the best of short time. You can never be my one and only anyway. I'm about it till it's over. 
All right, that was new Anderson Pock. Uh, next up, let's talk about uh, let's do a Joe pick. Um, do the right one. I'm doing Troy Sivan. Is that the right one? No. Oh, I'm saving the best for last. Okay, fine. Um, so Troy Sivan, uh, new song "Strawberries and Cigarette" from the Love Simon soundtrack. Um, I have not seen Love Simon. Our colleague Patrick saw it Neither. and said it was lovely. Um, but yeah, so this this is a Troy Sivan song. Um, yes, it is. Sure. I do not believe it will be. Actually, I know it won't be on his upcoming album. Uh, he is uh, obviously had My 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 earlier this year, which is still one of my favorite songs of 2018. Yeah. Uh, this is just kind of like a little one-off soundtrack thing. Uh, it's actually a leftover from the Blue Neighborhood sessions, and it kind of sounds like it. Like, it doesn't sound like the last two songs he released. It's a little more throwbackish for him. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Blue Neighborhood's a great album, and, you know, this honestly, if this had been on the album, like, it would have been, uh, maybe not a highlight, but just, I would say, every bit as good as, it's you know. It's pleasant. It's pleasant, yeah, yeah. it's good. Definitely pleasant. Um, it's not, like, pushing things forward, but, like, it's very pretty mm-hmm. and very sweet and nice. Um, <laughs> so sweet, and so nice. nice. <laughs> um, and Strawberries and Cigarettes, great song title. Um, yeah, it is a little compelling. And the I other guess. thing that I was just thinking of is, uh, so, you know, Love, Simon is kind of like, basically it's like the queer version of these kind of like middle of the road teen flicks um, mm-hmm. that have become popular in the last like five-ish years. Um, and that reminded me that he did the Fault in Our Stars song, which I totally forgot about. And like, Kudos to him Wait, for like Troy did? Yeah. Didn't he sing that? That was Boom Clap by the artist Charlie X. <laughs> no, that's He may have been on that soundtrack. He was on the soundtrack. I think he had the titular song. Let me see. Huh. Fault in our stars. All right, you I'm, I'm looking up, but you guys uh That's it. <laughs> Do you want me to just sing the Faults in Our Stars? You you guys you guys talk about the song. Well, uh it's nice to just have any kind of choice of on. I, I do <clears> think that this is like a leftover or it kind of yeah. sounds like it but like that's cool yeah unleash the choice of on leftovers <laughs> that's all i got i mean my yeah it's pleasant as i said yeah um, sweet and nice exactly mm-hmm. um i i mean i do like the specifics of like the like scent or taste of strawberry and cigarettes like it's yeah. something very like it's good imagery i guess evocative yeah um so that's cool <laughs> shout out to imagery yeah i mean i i think that if you compare it to his troy savant's smash single boom clap from the faults in our star <laughs> soundtrack it's not quite there but um yeah i as a person with a very deep voice i'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns but a deep voice doesn't sell b2b and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell b2b either that's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago... 
If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. I've found it, yes. The fault in our (laughs) stars. Is that actually a song? He has oh, a song, cool. The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. Cool. From I've the never, movie, though? I don't know if I never saw the movie. I don't know. If I did. I yeah. cried. Great movie. Um, <laughs> I have no idea if it was in the film, though. Okay. But yes. I think the film's based on it. This has been um, very revealing. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's All right. Hear let's, let's, hear let's hear it. That Yeah, that derailed. Um, anyways, Strawberries and Cigarettes, Troy Savon. Strawberries and cigarettes. Always taste like you headlights on me Racing through 16 I've been a fool Strawberries and cigarettes Always taste like blue eyes Black jeans Light eyes and candy I've been a fool Strawberries and cigarettes Always taste like you Alright, that was New Troy. Um, <laughs> I like it. Anytime I'm just making up a song, I just sing the title of it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. The fault yeah. in our star. I do like to sing everything. Yeah, you've to... been singing on a lot of these lately. Yeah, I know. What can I say? Yeah. You're doing too much karaoke, I think. I think that's definitely true. <laughs> yeah. What's next, Joe? All right. Uh, next up, uh, another Lindsay. Yep. So, Courtney Barnett, Courtney Need a Little Woo! Time. Courtney's back. She's back, minus, everybody. Minus uh, Kurt Vile. Yep. So, they had that album last Courtney year. Courtney minus Kurt. Courtney minus Kurt. Um, so, you pick this. What do you What do you say about it? I am a huge Courtney Barnett fan. No surprise there. No surprise. Um, so, this is the second single off an upcoming album out May 18th called Tell Me How You Really Feel. Um but yeah, I think this I'm song is tired. what? Nothing. I'm doing the same. Stupid. You said, "Tell me how you really feel." And oh, then and I'm... you answered. Yeah, I know. Just oh, slap me. Come on. Uh, like, what am I doing? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Move on. Please. Yeah, time to move on. Um, Forgive me. I'm sorry to hear that you're tired. Though, yeah, truly. But so yeah, I think this is an interesting song in that it's a perspective that you don't often hear from a woman. I think. Um, she almost like flips the narrative where she's the one being like, I need time off or like, um, I'm blanking on some of the other lyrics that really stood out to me, but I just think you it's... don't have the song memorized. <sighs> no, not yet. You wait, you showed up for this podcast and you didn't memorize all of the lyrics. For I song. Hey, but I was the first Lindsay. one here, you guys. So Ugh. what do you think? I, why do you think I was late? <laughs> you memorized the fault in our stars. The fault in our stars. That was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty nice. It's getting uh, better. It's the, um, whole, uh, the whole song. Anyway. Yeah. But so I, she does flip the narrative here in an interesting way. And I'm always for female singers sort of doing that in their music um, and just like giving a perspective that you don't often hear. So I think that's really cool. Um, and the chorus too. It's interesting. Like she almost singles out the individual. She says something like, I need a little time for like for me. And then eventually says, and from you. Um and then at the end, it goes. Do you think it's about Kurt Vile? 100%. She's so sick yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, what if it was just, what if like halfway through it just became like a full blown Kurt Vile diss track? And it's it, like, it is. Cut your hair, Kurt. <laughs> Get away from me. It's the B side, actually. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no, I think this is a really awesome track and she sounds great as she always does. Yeah, I mean, I I like it. I have to say I'm still like with the, the stuff she's done recently, a part of me misses like the punch of pedestrian at best. Like That's that just fair. had such a like like energy to it that yeah. like the rest the new stuff, I mean, it's not as like I would say lackadaisical as the Kurt Vile album she did, yeah. a lot of sea lice. Um, but it's good. No, it's good though. I like it. Like it's got some good '90s slacker vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's she sounds great. Like the guitars sound really good. I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. I'm right there with Joe. It's just like I, it, I, I respect that that's not the place she's in anymore mm-hmm. to be. And um, I'm excited for this album to come out. But yeah, just I, I miss the kind of like the the snarl of some of older music that's fair i mean that's like what makes that first album so special though it's like so like of a certain time i think yeah um and i feel like it's possible people would be saying that like they didn't want that again if she did more of the same but so you're saying damned if you do damned if you don't absolutely yeah all right well let's listen to it uh courtney barnett's song is called need a little time I need a little time That was Courtney. Uh, I saved the best for last. Yeah, you did. I am so excited to talk about this. So uh, <clears throat> the song is RuPaul's Kitty Girl. It's the new version um, of a song RuPaul released from 2017, and it features the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 3, which is Kennedy Davenport, BB Sahara Benet, Shangela, and Trixie Mattel. So just a little... did Trixie just win? <clears throat> Yes, Trixie did just win. Shout out to Trixie. So yeah, so basically the last two seasons of All Stars, um, the last episode has featured the top four queens uh, re-recording a RuPaul song and like writing their own verses to it, and then like they release it after the finale premieres. Mm -hmm. So this just came out like today, basically. This podcast was recorded the day after the finale. Um, Yeah, and then the episode was awesome. Basically, they filmed this music video um, in one continuous take. So Ooh. it's like a five minute, you know, crazy stunts, shenanigans, buffoonery. Um, so much buffoonery. So much buffoonery. Um, <laughs> but the song itself is is like a really like obscenely like positive, high energy, like dance pop I tune. I need to go dancing to this song. Um, I think it's really fun. They added their verses. Uh, Kennedy sings on it. I didn't know she could sing this well. Uh, Shangela, it sounds great. Trixie Mattel is hilarious. Um, but the kind of the reason I wanted to, I mean, one, I'm, I am obsessed. I'm genuinely obsessed with this I, song. I cannot tell though. It's so weird. But yeah, I, was, re- I am surprised <laughs> by that fact. I didn't even know that you but, watched it. Yeah. yeah. Part of the reason I wanted to talk about it is because I don't know if you've seen these memes on Twitter, but they'll take like a screenshot from like Drag Race or like a World of Wonder YouTube series and then the caption is like, imagine being a straight person and trying to make sense of this. So I wanted to have two straight people who do not watch RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> listen to this song and try to make sense of it. So I want to know what, what, what what's that like? It's something, man. It's something. Well, the funny thing is that um, I guess a little over, a little under a year ago, I... Um, Tried out. <laughs> 
I I guess you can't tell without the makeup, but I am Trixie Mattel. Like I, after all this time, Trix, Joe, wow. I didn't think you recognized me. Um, no, I. But I. Um, I was at. Uh, I was in San Francisco, and we went um, with a with my wife and a bunch of friends, and uh, we um, we ended up at a gay bar and um, in the Castro. Yeah, yeah, I actually, was just yeah. There. Um, oh, really? Maybe yeah. we went to the same gay bar. Maybe. Um, but they put on like they were playing amazing pop music, mm-hmm. as all like most gay bars do. Yeah. Um, and uh, the sissy that walk came on. Oh, I love that. And song. they, they yeah. it was it was a bar where they had like the music videos on. Like Ooh, they had video I screens. love when they do that too. So j- people just lost their shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't. E- like it was. It was like. It went from like something that they weren't that into. Like I think like Shape of You was playing Ugh, as like a, yeah. and it was like everyone was like, ah, oh, what's this? And then it went to Sissy That Walk, and everyone was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> it was like it was like a like a football tailgate. Like yeah. it was like chest thumping, like yeah, Sissy That Walk. So anyway, um, long story short, I appreciate like. <laughs> I appreciate how fun this music is. Like, and when I say this music, I mean like RuPaul's music. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is kind of along the same lines. It like brought me right back to like that kind of enthusiasm. And uh, yeah, it's 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 very fun. It's like very silly, but yes. <laughs> look, I'm one for silliness, as you guys can probably yeah. tell by now. Lindsay, I it, love it. Wait, I mean, really? Yeah, I love oh, this I'm song. Glad. It's. I mean, how can you not? Like, I truly have a hard time imagining someone being like, no. It's so Turn catchy. That off. <laughs> There's no way. It's so catchy. It's like empowering in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like I said earlier, like I want to go dancing to this song. It's that it just has done. like a great beat to it. I as like I don't know. I got caught up in it to the point where I didn't realize they're all switching verses even mm-hmm. at a certain point. And I was like, whoa, it's over. Um, yeah, it's a quick one. It's yeah. like three minutes. I could see it soundtracking like a '90s teen end credits movie. Like coming on as they're all mm-hmm. like dancing around, dancing the end. Yeah, like you know? the credits are rolling. Like and with still like dancing. a young Lindsay Lohan or something. Yeah, that's yeah, just I wish. <laughs> I yeah, know. but um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, let's just turn the podcast off and go watch Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Wow. I was actually thinking of oh, um, Freaky terrible. Friday. No, what's the one where the Barbie doll comes to life? Oh, Life Says. Yeah. Banks. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a weird that's a one. great one. We watched that. When I was at Fuse, like we had like, uh, like it was like a holiday. It was like right before Christmas, and we were just like, "Let's watch a movie." And everyone was like, "Let's watch Life Size." For some reason, I don't know why. It's a great film, but we were all in, and it was everyone great. in unison shine, bright, with no shine, context Mario. just said Life Size. Yeah, it's always wow. in my head. Yeah. Wow. You've seen the Life Size. Yeah. yeah, Life Size. Were you a big fan of that? Actually, I know it's just one of those things that it's like that is forever in my head. Yeah. Huh. Oh, wonderful, wow. wonderful world of Disney. When they had Such a on. Disney kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You remember that? Every Sunday night they had like original movies. Yes, I do was, remember that. It was, was amazing. That was yeah, a fantastic was, time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they still. This is the most <laughs> passion I've ever seen, Liz- Lindsay. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> it was a fantastic time. No one can tell me otherwise. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it was good. It was great. Wait, was. Never mind. We've talked enough about this. Okay. Um, All right. Let's listen to it. RuPaul featuring uh, All Stars 3 cast. Song is called Kitty Girl. Kitty, 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 kitty
So how is it All Stars 3? Like, there's only been three seasons? Yes. You're right. I should have. Let's back it up. I should have explained How could you that. not clarify? So, so these are the All Stars. So, oh, so there's been a, a million seasons, but there's, this is the only Season 10 third. is coming out oh. soon. March 22nd. Um, and so there's been nine seasons, and then they take fan favorites from those seasons, and then they compete on All Stars. Oh. Okay. So there's been three All Stars, and now we're going into season 10 of the regular show. But are you sad that it's going to be back to, like, the regular people? No, I love it when it's... I love, like, getting to know the new queens. And actually, like, I've seen a lot of... Because I think there's four or five New York ones. I think I've seen all of them in person. I've, I've talked to one of them before, and she's awesome. Um, it's actually weird. I ran into one of them in full drag at the New York City Ballet. So that was odd. Oh, yeah. Um, you told me about that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you well, for... Uh, indulging me in my that was great my rupaul was really fun. fanaticism yeah and yeah. uh yeah and uh we'll i guess we'll do this again at some point in the future yeah jack is there white is out coming next friday up? oh is it out next friday <laughs> yeah well, we'll definitely do jack white then. oh wow all jack wait. white episode all jack white down. episode jack yeah. white appreciation we could talk about um you know white stripes the rock on tours the dead, dead weather web. The dead web, excuse me. Yeah. Dead if you're a real web. fan, you call him dead web. Or just web. Well, what did you think? Let me ask you about Jack White's little comment in, I forget what who he was talking to, where he was like, On the... you could argue that the White Stripes was solo Jack White. That was a little, a little Wait, insulting. Was that in right? his new cover story? Or is that like uh, I don't know. It was in some oh. interview. I think it was in the cover story. I mean... It's a little mean, right? Yeah, it is. But he also like completely robbed Meg of a persona. <laughs> so you could... Yeah. It's like in his mind... Yeah. Shout out to Meg like, White. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Meg White. I mean, the, I will always, I mean, obviously, like, he was the main creative force in the band, but, like, yeah. I think it speaks to something that, like, I think his music with the White Stripes, this previewing next week, mm-hmm. was, like, leagues above his solo stuff. So, yes. I, obviously, yes. there's something yes. that, yeah, that, like, with her, agree. like, that combination, like, makes him better. Yeah. Anyways. Bring so, yeah, Meg. we'll, we'll talk preview. about this more right. next time. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, have a good one. Thank you.